0: Hey everyone! Nate! Veronica! And Lauren here! From Foodies Watching Movies! Make sure to tune in every other Wednesday! For a podcast that's got tasty food talk! And epic movie discussions! Right here on the Journey Into Comics Network at JourneyIntocomics.com! Hungry for more? Go to the Journey Into Comics Network Patreon! For early access and exclusive content at patreon.com backslash Journey Into Comics! Journey Network Production. Comics Network Production. Network Production. Network Production. Network Production. Network Production. From the suburbs of Chicago and Illinois. This is The Paul Report with your host. Andrew Poor! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Poor Report. This is episode 44, and I am not Andrew Poor. Once again, Podfather himself, Nate, here, taking over. AP's got some stuff going on. This episode might not see the light of day. Who knows? But we're going to roll with it anyways, right? So typically, AP comes in here, rocks out some political stuff. Gets out a Dodge, kicks ass, takes names. You guys get your news from him. I'm going to do the exact same. I've pulled up some articles today. We're going to just kind of dive deep into them. And honestly, you know, there's like a lot of stuff to really talk about that's happened in the political world this week. There's um, a certain press secretary getting kicked out of, a, out of a restaurant. There's a certain president that signed an executive order after he signed another executive order to undo his executive order, Um, you know, there's this crazy stuff with this one president that we're going to be talking about today's wife, uh, and like a fashion choice she made, and how that's fucking, like, really, like, open your fucking eyes, motherfuckers, and kind of where I think about that, and then, before the episode's over, or maybe we're going to start there, I'm not sure, actually, you know what, I think we're going to start there, because I think it would be really fun to start the episode knowing this knowledge, and and then going on from there, so... I found this site, and we're going to go to it right now, and it's called the politicalcompass.org test. Now, I'm not sure if AP has ever brought this up before, um, but this test is six pages of questions. I'm actually going to read the question and then answer aloud to you guys on the podcast. You're going to know exactly where I stand on a lot of these things. Uh and really all of these things. So no hiding here. I want you guys to know where I stand on stuff. And I'll probably back that up with reasoning in between doing this. So the first question on the test from the political compass to determine where I am on the scale. Uh, if economic globalization is inevitable, it should primarily... Oh, should I, I should also mention it's going to say a statement and then I have to strongly disagree, disagree, agree, or strongly agree. And then that'll kind of like balance out an average, right? So first question is... if. Economic globalization is inevitable. It should be. It should primary. It should primarily serve humanity rather than the interests of trans international corporations. I strongly agree with that. I don't care if economic globalization is going to happen. Obviously, there's going to be a, a, an economic system in place everywhere, but it needs to be on the backbone of making sure that the people. with this planet is fucking running on can all survive and live and have an opportunity to do shit, you know? I'd always support my country, whether it was right or wrong. Strongly disagree. Let me tell you why I strongly disagree with that. Yes, I'm in America. First thing about being an American that I have is the freedom of speech. And I'm exercising my freedom of speech to say this. Look, I've had family members that have fought in the wars. I've had military in my family. I didn't go and serve. I actually wasn't afforded that opportunity. Chronic migraines kept me out of the game, folks. So sorry. So here's the deal. I've learned a really hard lesson that you can't especially trust our government uh, because when facts are constantly distorted, it paints a very obvious picture of distorting and mass manipulation and stuff like that. So I not to just say that I would be against the grain, but I will always form my own opinion based on what I know or you know, understanding the overall bigger picture and what my opinion means. And uh, no, I'm not going to support my country, whether it was right or wrong. No one chooses his or her country of birth, so it's foolish to be proud of it. You know what? I do kind of actually agree with this. You know, people are like, I got American pride. Okay, yeah, you were born here, but you didn't choose that. Like, be proud if you chose to move to Italy. Be proud if you chose to move to Spain or France or Germany or, like, Australia or fucking Kazakhstan or whatever. Like, that's when you're proud because you're saying, look, I made a choice to say, even though I was born on this soil, I want to go elsewhere and become my own person and, and have my own experience that's not the Americanized experience, right? Oh, Mm, Nope, 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 nope. This next one sucks. Our race has many superior qualities compared with other races. Strongly disagree. No race is singularly greater or worse than any other race. Every race has good guys. Every race has bad guys. Guess what? We are all one thing, humankind. So what? There are different colored sharks. You're not a fucking, you know, uh, sharkist, if you will. You're like, fucking, fuck those one kind of, those hammerhead sharks, but I really, really love the great white shark. But those fucking hammerheads are awful. They eat these certain fish, and they just do these gross habits that no other shark does. It's like, come on, man, everybody has shit, man. Fuck off with that. Get rid of the race card. Granted, everybody can have different skin color, I get that. But I'm saying the idea, the concept of race... Needs to go away completely, right? So I disagree with that. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Ooh. Okay. Well, I don't really. I'm not really a fan of enemies, so I'm gonna disagree with that. I strongly disagreed with the uh, the last question, by the way. And I'm not sure if I said that. I think I did. Uh, military actions, military action that defies international law is sometimes justified. You know what? I am gonna agree because sometimes you got to get your hands a little dirty, uh, and sometimes you know a situation will break out, and you know I can't point to one off the top of my head, but sometimes people got to step up and take control of a situation, and our government has been known to do that, and other governments have been known to do that. There is now a worris- a worrying fusion of information and entertainment. Fuse, a fusion of entertainment and information. So you're saying that like I'm getting lost because my celebrities are giving their opinions? No, I disagree with that. I want people who are in power like that to share their opinions so that other people can go, oh, this fucking guy could be... Because everyone thinks that celebrity means you're not a regular person. And as I've gotten older and met people, I've learned that literally, like for the most part, if you're just a regular motherfucker to another regular motherfucker, they're not going to be weird about it. Even if they have quote-unquote celebrity status, they'll probably be really cool with you. So I like when people in the entertainment industry say, hey, look, here's my news. Here's my views. Here's my thoughts. Take it or leave it. Because it gives you better insight. It gives you opinion. Too many people are lost in, oh, well, my opinion's my opinion. Fuck everyone else. You can't be stuck like that as soon as you get stuck in the opinion is my opinion and no one else, you lose sight of the bigger picture. You know, I'm willing to go on sites that most, I mean, you know, like I'm willing to go to different like websites that are they're sharing information and check what the other sides are saying, because sometimes it's crazy the amount of misinformation that's being distributed on either side. And sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's like, a story gets kind of spun a little bit one way, and then to counter the spin, the other side, like, tries to triple reverse spinify it, and it just, like, goes off the rails. So, no, I disagree with that. Moving on to the next page. Next question. Page two. People are ultimately divided more by class than by nationality. 100% agree. Poor people stick together. Rich motherfuckers stick together. People in the middle stick together. Because it's just how it's working. Okay, so next. Controlling inflation is more important than controlling unemployment. Well, I think inflation is made up. I believe that unemployment could be solved, so I disagree with that. Uh, Because corporations cannot be trusted to voluntarily protect the environment, they require regulation. Because corporations cannot be trusted to voluntarily protect the environment, they require regulation. Strongly agree. Here's why. There's only one planet, folks. It's spinning around the world. We're spinning around the sun. We're going really, really, really fast. And at some point, the bricks and and the wheels are going to fly off this motherfucker. And we're all going to be done. And the more we do harm to this planet, the faster that counter goes up. You know what's really crazy is that this planet is also a living organism as a whole. And we're kind of like the parasite. We are the fleas, if you will. We are the ticks, if you will, of this planet. So it's interesting because recorded history is only like 4,000 years old. And the Earth is billions of years old. Okay, do the math. Uh, Meaning that we could just be a temporary blip on this giant thing's ass and it shakes us off and says, No, we don't want this anymore. Boom. Start over event. Anything is possible, folks. Keep your eyes peeled. Uh, from each according to his ability to each according to his need is a fundamentally good idea. From each according to his ability to each according to his need. So essentially, get out of life what you put in. I don't know. I disagree with that because sometimes I think that people aren't given the proper opportunity because there's politics and everything. There is schmoozing and everything. It's its a built-in thing, and there's not just like a, hey, let's make sure everybody has a job. Hey, let's make sure everyone's taken care of. Hey, let's just move forward. So I disagree with that. It's a sad reflection on our society that something as basic as drinking water is now bottled, branded, consumer product. You know what? I like drinking water uh, from a bottle. I think that... Some people don't like tap water. I totally understand that. And sometimes like you have hard water or soft water or whatever, and it sucks. So I'm actually going to disagree with that one as well. Land shouldn't be a commodity to be bought and sold. I actually agree with this. This land is your land, and this land is my land. From California to something, something. I don't remember what the fucking words are, folks. But listen, everybody should have an opportunity to just say, Hey, look, okay, like... May, I guess the way that you would solve this problem, land shouldn't be a commodity to be bought and sold, would be that the government would regulate everyone to have X amount of space equally. Every government says, look, boom, you have X amount of space. Everyone can build and do whatever the fuck they want on their space. This is your fucking space. Let's all spread out some. Let's. There's tons of land that's still not even being like mass populated where they're like, millions of miles of cornfields and nothing in nebraska and stuff it's like yeah you need corn and shit but you could build some towns and give people an opportunity to spread out some more you could build town for homeless people just saying it is regrettable that many personal fortunes are made by people who simply manipulate money and contribute nothing to their society 100 percent agree 100 percent. oh land shouldn't be a commodity to be bought and sold strongly agree it is regrettable that many personal fortunes are made by people who simply manipulate money and contribute nothing to their society. I strongly agree. I strongly agree with that. Protectionism is sometimes necessary in trade. Okay, well, I, um, I think that free trade is the way to go. I'm going to disagree with that. The only social responsibility of a company should be to deliver a profit to its shareholders. No. Strongly disagree. If you are a company, your first thing next to your shareholders is to be ensured that the planet we're on and to be ensured that the communities that are surrounding this planet are good environment, you know, and not chaos. Ultimately, these companies have the option to use their message and their word. And some of them, you know, have actually been doing a better job of doing that. Okay, on. The rich are too highly taxed. Strongly disagree. Fuck the rich. Make them taxed way more. Give them like a 10% tax. Seriously. 10% tax, which if you have, if you're on the 1% and you hit the 10% tax, all of that 10% tax is funneled back to all local governments, to every state the, the federal government redistributes to all 50 and says, here, here's some extra help out money. Here's some extra fundage. Here's whatever to cover whoever to cover however. If you're a rich person making millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of dollars, you can afford to pay your taxes. You can afford to do all these things because you already have a lavish lifestyle. It's built in. My thing is if I came into money, like heavy money, I would know that I've got to pay my taxes all the time. I'd always have money on reserve just to do that. Here's my motherfucking money for my taxes so I can motherfucking pay my taxes. All right? Those with the ability to pay should have access to higher standards of medical care. And Strongly disagree. Everybody needs medical care. We're the only country in the world that doesn't provide universal health care to its citizens. Think about that for a minute. The only one, the only major country... The only one is the US. Are we great? Think about that. Are we really great that we're depriving our citizens of free health care that's good? I'm just saying, I could have, uh, my family could have used that better health care, a more stable health care that's not built on trying to make motherfucking money. Uh, we could have used that several times in my life. All right. Government should penalize businesses that mislead the public. 100% agree. If you mislead your market, if you mislead the people that are buying your product, if you lead them to, oh, we, we our message is actually this or, you know, whatever, the government should be able to step in and go, hey, that's an asshole move. You have a ethical right. I think that that's the thing, man. A lot of these companies have no ethics. They say they have an ethical code and their ethic code is just to scrape by and make money. And that's the fact. A genuine free market requires restrictions on the ability of predator manipulations to create to create monopolies. A genuine free market requires restrictions. Free market restrictions. No, disagreed. You can't have a free market and have restrictions on that market that doesn't free and restrictions are Let me be freely restricted by this fucking straitjacket. How about that? Let me be freely restricted by these fucking handcuffs. How about that? It doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make sense. The freer the market, the freer the people. Strongly agree. Moving on to the next page. Now look at some of your personal social values. The social values page. Abortion, when a woman's life is not threatened, should always be illegal. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Abortion, when a woman's life is not threatened, should always be illegal. Strongly disagree. Woman's body, woman's choice. All authorities should be questioned. Strongly agree, because sometimes authority gets manipulated, warped visions, and think that they are in full control, and they fuck shit up. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Essentially, you punch me, I punch you. You kill my friend, I kill your friend. You know, uh, I will agree with that, because I think that the lack of accountability in this country is, is another issue, and I feel like, look, here's the deal. Let me just say this. Let's just let's just be real fucking real right now, right? So if pedophiles were hung weekly in the streets of their towns, there would be no pedophiles because guess what? You wouldn't want to be one of those people hanging in the motherfucking streets dead as fuck. Okay? That's a fact. And I know public execution, that's a little harsh, that's a little intense. That's why we have all these people being assholes on this severe level. Because there's nothing to actually terrify them. Oh my god, if I rape and murder someone, I'm just going to get lethal injection or rot away in prison where they're going to feed me three times a day and make sure I exercise every day. And give me a regimen so I'm always doing something and well-maintained. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on. Look, here's the deal. We need to be more legit about how we go through and utilize uh, the process system, right? There's not enough checks and balances now, and it's like, it's super wonky anyways. I feel like, you know, there's still a lot of people rotting in jail right now that have done nothing wrong, and it's like, they've got these small time records for carrying some weed, and they're in prison, rotting away. They did nothing wrong. Think about that next to murderers who fucking murdered people. And confessed and everything. Look, I know there are people that are appealing, and I think the appeal process could evolve too, and we'll get into that later probably, but let's move on. Taxpayers should not be expected to prop up any theaters or museums that cannot survive on a commercial basis. So essentially, on the taxpayer dollar, it should not be. like It shouldn't be, okay, right now Hammond has decided for its people that uh, it's going to build this stadium for football. You guys are going to pay for it, but we're not, you know, it's probably going to always need your guys' money for upkeep. We're always going to have the tax for this stadium. No, that's dumb. That's dumb because you're putting your people in a a situation to lose because they've already lost. You're saying put your money into this now or put your money into it later. One way you're going to give us your money. That's fucked up. I strongly disagree. Oh, no, taxpayers should not be expected. I strongly agree. Sorry, I misread that. Schools should not make classroom attendance compulsory. Hmm, I disagree with that. I think that there needs to be, you know, it needs to be important to be there every day and shit and learn. It needs to be better. They need to be teaching better stuff, but that's a different story. All people have their rights, but it is better for all of us that that. Different sorts of people should keep to their own. All people have the rights, but it's better for all of us that different sorts of people should keep to their own. You're saying segregation? Fuck you! I strongly disagree. Good parents sometimes have to spank their children. Strongly agree. It's natural for children to keep some secrets from their parents. You know what? I agree from that. I agree with that because on different levels, right? First of all, you're going to look at it at the smallest, most insignificant level that kids don't like being in trouble. So if a kid does something that was secret and it could get them in trouble, they're going to hold off saying that as long as they can, even if it's super minor. And unfortunately, that can build and make people tell bigger secrets and deeper, and it, becomes a, it, becomes a, it does become a problem. Possessing marijuana for personal use should not be a criminal offense. Strongly, 100% agree. The prime function of schooling should be to equip the future generations to find jobs. No. Actually, it should be to better our society. Finding jobs is just putting another cog in the machine. That's why the system is broken. People with serious, inheritable disabilities should not be allowed to reproduce. Now fuck that. You can't tell somebody they can't fuck. That's fucked up. If two people are living their life in misery and they're disabled and they can be happy together making love and shit, fuck you to say they shouldn't. That's where I stand. The most important thing for children to learn is to accept discipline. That sounds like brainwashing. Strongly disagree. No, children need to learn balance. Children need to learn and need to understand that actions have consequences, right? They don't need to learn that if daddy and mommy says do something, you have to do it. They need to learn that if you hear daddy and mommy say something and it sounds like a reasonable thing, do it. If it sounds fucking crazy, then question it. But for the most part, your parents aren't going to steer you wrong, right? So no, the most important thing for a child to learn is not to accept discipline. The most important thing for a child to learn is to always learn. Always learn, right? There are no savage and civilized peoples. they are only different cultures. 100% 100% agree. Yeah, there are no savage people on this planet, man. People are just different culturally speaking, and people get fed to the slaughter. I mean, even I have some sympathy for people who are um, radical terrorists and whatnot because you have to sympathize the fact that they're not even given the chance. They're pushed into that lifestyle as, hey, do this or die, and then they're dying anyways. It's fucked up. It's totally fucked up. Those who are able to work and refuse the opportunity should not expect society's support. Mm, I don't know what that means by refuse the opportunity. Is this somebody, I mean, okay, listen, I agree with that. I think if you're fully capable and you're just like a regular everyday person and you can do your job, man, do your job. But I don't think, I don't know. That's a weird question. When you are troubled, it is better not to think about it, but to keep busy with more cheerful things. I do agree with that. Get lost on thinking about it. You got to listen. It's called coping. See a thing for what it is, accept it, absorb it, and move on. If you hold on to things and you let them suffocate you, you will die. They will eat away from your insides. They will kill you internally, slowly. It's awful. First-generation immigrants can never fully, can never fully blah, 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 tongue-tied First-generation immigrants can never be fully integrated within their new country. Disagree strongly. Disagree. Actually, they have. You have to give them an opportunity to. You have to want. Like society has to foster the want for that, and it will help them. What's good for the most successful corporations is always ultimately good for most of us. Nope. No broadcasting institution, however independent its content should receive public funding. Hmm. No, I disagree with that. Next page, page four, folks, moving right along here. Wow, 30 minutes in already, shit. Gonna have to maybe pick this one up, and uh, we got some articles, though, to read, I promise, folks. Usually, like I said, we do the thing, but I didn't want to end with this because we're learning about what I am. I don't know what I am yet. I'm two pages away from finding out. Our civil liberties are being excessively curbed in the name of counterterrorism. Strongly agree. A significant advantage of a one-party state is that it avoids all the arguments that delay progress in a democratic political system. Disagree. You have to be able to argue and figure out the best course of action for everyone. There is always an option. Although the electronic age makes official surveillance easier, only wrongdoers need to be worried no i disagree with that because i feel like that i feel like that there is still a privacy thing like there's stuff that happens that i want to talk about with my family that i don't necessarily want the whole whoever to be knowing about it or whatever so yes surveillance might be easier but i think everybody should be worried about that the death penalty should be an option for the most serious crimes. We already heard me say something about this. I strongly agree. In a civilized society, one must always have people above to be obeyed and people below to be commanded. False. Strongly disagree. Civilized society can have everybody working all the same, but everybody puts different class titles. Everybody's got to be titled. It like it goes all the way back to people calling each other Mr. and Mrs., You know, like, what the fuck? Anyways, abstract art that doesn't represent anything shouldn't be considered art at all. You know what? I disagree. You're creating art. It might be something to somebody else. Somebody might be telling their story within that piece. You don't know what their fucking struggle is. In criminal justice, punishment should be more important than rehabilitation. Disagree. In criminal justice, you should try to rehab these people and give them a chance, one second chance, and then if they blow their second chance, fuck them in the street. It is a waste of time to try to rehabilitate some criminals. I strongly disagree. The business person and the manufacturer are more important than the writer and the artist. Strongly disagree. Mothers may have careers, but their first duty is to be homemakers. Strongly disagree. Multinational companies are unethically exploiting the the plant, genetic resources of developing countries. Strongly agree making peace with the establishment is an important aspect of maturity. Mm, I disagree with that. Only 2 pages left now folks. Page 5 is a shorty. Okay, you got through that you'll find these propositions on religion a breeze. Astrology accurately explains many things. Mm, I disagree. You cannot be morally you cannot be moral without being religious. Strongly disagree. You don't need fucking religion. Charity is better than social security as a means of helping the genuinely disadvantaged. I strongly disagree. Some people are naturally unlucky. I strongly agree. It is important that my child's school instills religious values. Strongly disagree. Get that shit away. We don't want it. Finally, here we go, folks. The final page here. Finally, a look at sex. Sex outside marriage is usually immoral. Strongly disagree. A same-sex couple in a stable, loving relationship should not be excluded from the possibility of child adoption. I strongly agree. Pornography, depicting consenting adults, should be legal for the adult population. Strongly agree. What goes on in a private bedroom between consenting adults is no business of the state. I strongly agree. No one can feel naturally homosexual. I strongly disagree. Uh, These days, openness about sex has gone too far. I don't strongly disagree now let's see where i stand folks first 20 some minutes of the show oh i missed one uh same i i actually i said that they should i clicked yes you bastard it said that i didn't answer this one question the same sex couple in a stable loving relationship should not be excluded from the possibility of child adoption i strongly agree let them have kids let them adopt man all right now let's see where i stand in the introduction, we explained the inadequacies of the traditional left-right line. If we recognize that this is essentially an economic line, it's fine. As far as that goes, we can show, for example, Stalin, Mao, uh, and Pol Pot, with their commitment to a totally controlled economy on the hard left, socialists like Gandhi and Mugabe would occupy the less extreme leftist position. Margaret Thatcher would be well over to the right, but further still would be someone... That ultimately is a free marketer, General uh, Pinochet. That deals with with economics, but the social dimension is also important in politics. That's the one that is mere left-right scale that doesn't adequately address. We added one ranging in position from extreme authoritarian to extreme libertarian. Um, Both in an economic dimension and a social dimension are important factors for proper political analysis. By adding the social dimension, you can show that Stalin was an authoritarian leftist and that Gandhi, believing in the supreme value of each individual, is a liberal leftist, while the former involves a state-imposed arbitrary collectivism in the extreme top left. The extreme bottom left is Voluntary collectivism at religious at a relig- at regional level with no state involved. Hundreds of such anarchist communities existed in Spain during the Civil War period. Okay, and it had just, it keeps okay 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 oh okay, interesting. All right, so uh, it's it's showing me that I feel very good about this, folks. Okay, so it's it's showing me like some ideas. Uh, explaining what's going on here. Maybe I'll post this or give this to AP to post. But my political compass is a minus 4.25 on the economic scale and a minus 5.49 on the social libertarian authoritarian scale. I am a leftist libertarian. I'm pretty much in the dead center of that leftist libertarian square. You know, I'm like one dot away from perfectly centered. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I don't know what this really means. Oh, interesting. Okay. After I take, okay, so join 27 characters of your most loved and loathed political figures in a personalized color certificate that you can download and print in moments. Uh, It's beautifully designed, and it serves as a permanent record of your position on the compass as the political company you keep. After you take the test, you will be presented with a link which can take you to the certificate page. Alternatively, you can go straight to the certificate page where you can fill in your name and score. And the certificate will be generated to match the certificate. Oh, okay. Okay, so where is this thing? I want to see the actual... Oh, show chart and sh- separate window for printing. Oh, that's pretty pretty basic. It's just the picture. Okay, so that was cool. It's cool to know that it's pretty honestly obvious where I stand it would be interesting to have a lot of the people on the network take it because I feel like some of them, n- no names pointed out, some people that I'm friends with claim they're a little bit more like right winged authoritarian or a right wing libertarian maybe, but way far more to the right, as it were. And I feel like if they took this test, they would maybe realize that their views are a little, like their their score would be a little bit different. Maybe they would be more dead centered or something uh, than what they claim that they are. But anyways, that was cool. Uh, we're going to move on now, folks. Now that we know where I stand, let's talk about this shit that's been going on with our president. Uh, first of all, let's talk about how he signed an executive order, I believe, back in April that was the uh, official declare declaration of separating families who are illegal and that was in april okay so from april to now we've went from that being signed and you thinking not much is getting done to children in cages that's fucking really happening children in cages actual children are inside of cages sleeping with little fucking space blankets that are made out of fucking aluminum foil and shit and they're barely scraping by, and there's little tiny kids. They're like two and three years old, still wearing diapers, having seven-year-olds change them in cages, all right? So great backlash from this. Uh, there were some reporters that finally got in and actually like looked at one of the places, and it looks like a fucking, it's like a just a old Walmart that they turned into a fucking place for people who are Ill, uh, quote-unquote illegal, right? And I have some things to say about that. So... Just a couple of days ago, Trump is like, okay, enough is enough. Well, first of all, he said like about a week ago, he's like, it's the Democrats' fault. It was their law. It's their bill. They're the ones that we can't stop. Like, we can't control them. We can't deal with it. Democrats, 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 all their fault. Blame, 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 blame. He signed the fucking bill. He's the guy that signed the bill for separation with the families with this immigration stuff. Okay. Yes, some of the laws that are in place now were in place under the Bush, Clinton, and Obama administrations. However, none of them separated families and uh, and, and, and during deportation and stuff like that. That's crazy. That's like inhumane. You're permanently scarring these children in PTSD. You want to know how to make enemies of the United States? What you're doing. You're creating enemies right now because our country is being shitty to people for no fucking reason. They're trying to seek asylum to get away from the shit that they're dealing with. You know where the world of the worst cartel in the world is? Motherfucking Mexico. Of course they want to get the fuck out of there. Use your fucking brains, man. So Trump's mm, okay. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to maintain professionalism here, reeling it back in, right? So Trump finally goes, okay. Well, I'm gonna sign this executive order that's gonna stop splitting families up. Okay. So he signs it, and then all the people that are pro-Trump are like, Oh my God, he's the greatest! He saved these children from cages! He literally created a bill, blamed it on someone else, and then undid the bill, and then said, Yay, praise me! Eh." That's like someone who fucking hurts someone, says that that person hurt them, and then turns it all around and makes it all willy-nilly. That's crazy talk. Trump is crazy-making. He's literally playing a giant game with our entire country because he's keeping everybody confused, and other things are going on. Much darker things are going on. How is it not a surprise to anyone that he's all of a sudden starting to befriend another dictator in Kim Jong-un and another dictator in uh, Mr. Uh, Vladimir Putin? It's not a surprise to me, man. Like, what is obviously happening? It's, It's very obvious. It's dangerous, too. And it's just like, man, I hope there are people that are in other countries right now that are listening to the network going... Well, at least those guys don't want to fucking buy into this Trump bullshit. There's a lot of us that don't want to buy into it. Make sure you all know that across the globe is that I'm spreading this message for the network. We don't want to deal with stuff like that, all right? More Trump news. This is what it is. Trump is calling for depriving immigrants who illegally cross the border the um, due process rights. Essentially, he's saying that if they come over and invade our country that they must immediately, with no judges or courts, get brought back to where they came from. So let me just get the, make the... Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> so what you're saying is, right now I'm sitting here just chilling, living my life. I've been a United States citizen, literally, my entire existence. I was born on this planet, on this country, in a town called Danville, in a hospital. Okay? An ICE agent could come up to me and go, you're an illegal immigrant, and fucking deport me. I don't know where the fuck you'd deport me to. But he could. I don't really have to worry about that per se. I have the unfortunate and fortunate luck of being a white man. So they're not going to look at me like they look at some other people, and that's the bullshit I'm sick of, right? Like, that's fucked up. Okay, listen. People who are, quote-unquote, immigrating to this country illegally are seeking asylum because they're in a fucking crazy country. They're trying to have an opportunity at a new life. That is the thing that I am being so upset by. Yeah, there are some gangbangers that have come in, but it's not, it's not families, it's not these children that are getting separated by the, like, why is ICE not cracking down on gangs? Why aren't they going in the fucking violent gangbanging-ass parts of the state, of these states, and taking people out? Just curious, if you can do it with families, why can't you do it with guys with guns? Oh, wait, because they have the guns. Oh, but they got the guns from you guys, because that's just how it all works. Oh, well, fuck me then for having an opinion like that, Right. Anyways, back to my fuck Trump tirade right now, because I think it's about to start. So he's essentially saying there's a zero-tolerance policy on immigration. He's saying that he's still going to deport people. He's just going to deport people with their families. So he's going to, okay, you guys are all going at once, fuck it. So now there are you know 2,300 children still separated from their families. I think like four or 500 got reunited, but that's, come on, that's a small-ass amount. Trump saying that there's uh, that our system is a mockery of good immigration policy and law and order. You dumb son of a bitch, we are all immigrants. Here's a fact. Part of my family and part of other people's families are native Americans. They were here first, okay? Lived here a long time with lots of great shit just breezing out, having a good time. All right? Then some colonizers show up and fuck everything up. We are immigrants. You are immigrants. If you think you're not an immigrant, look at yourself. You're a fucking immigrant. Everyone is an immigrant if you're on this fucking country, if you're on this part of the country, in our country. If you're in America, you're an immigrant. If you're in Canada, you might be an immigrant. Everywhere you go is immigrants because we're all just fucking people, man. Like, how do you not understand that? People are too fucking blind to the reality of what is going on. They're essentially saying, you're different, 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 and now we all need to be apart from each other because of those differences. We've lived in harmony for a long fucking time without that. Things aren't perfect, but that's because stupid shit keeps happening. Like presidents named fucking Trump. Immigration policies laughed at all over the world is very unfair to all the people who have gone through the system legally and are waiting on line for years. Immigration must be based on merit. He's just talking out of both sides of his mouth. He's saying two different things. I want you guys to know that. And um, this is all coming down hard. Like this with the Mueller investigation that we haven't touched on in several weeks here at the Poor Report. Like there's other shit going on. Let's get back to some more Trump camp news. As Sarah Huckabee Sanders was asked to leave a restaurant over the fact that she is the press secretary. According to the New York Times. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the White House press secretary, said she was asked to leave a Virginia restaurant Friday night because of her work in the Trump administration, becoming the latest official to be singled out for her support of the president's policies. In a tweet Sunday, Ms. Sanders said that the owner of the restaurant, the Red Hen in Lexington, Virginia, suggested she leave and she complied. The woman's actions say far more about her than me, said Sanders. I always do my best to treat people, including those I disagree with respectfully, and I will continue to do so. A person who identified himself as a waiter at the restaurant and a Facebook post said that Miss Sanders had been accompanied by seven other guests. So, the restaurant did not respond to phone calls and its website appeared to have crashed Sunday morning as reports of the episode began circulating. The encounter is the third time this past week in which Trump's administration officials were confronted over his or her political stance. As as the tensions continue to escalate over the White House's child separation policy, Christian Nelson, the Secretary of Homeland Security, was heckled on Tuesday night when she was dining at a Mexican restaurant. If kids don't eat in peace, you don't eat in peace, demonstrators shouted according to a video of the confrontation shared on social media. And Stephen Miller, a senior advisor to the president known for his hardline stance on immigration, was described as a fascist by protesters on Sunday while also at a Mexican restaurant, the New York Post reported. While the administration struggles to reunite the families amid outrage over the images and audio recordings of sobbing children taken away from their parents, the divisive messaging on both sides of the debate has intensified. Within hours, the Red Hen's review page online painted a stark picture of the divide. Some people left glowing reviews for the farm-to-table restaurant from halfway across the country. Others denounced the political choices of the owner. The best one reviewer on Yelper wrote, leaving five stars, I've heard they serve crow to those deserving of it. Oh, that's golden. Golden. Pathetic, the next review read. How dare you use politics to discriminate? That's what the Republicans are doing. Seems like you would be an actual loser in this case once the review really sinks in. Good luck, pal. On Facebook, the established, the establishment has accumulated more than 10,000 five-star reviews, more than 18,000 one-star reviews, prompting some criticism over Miss Sanders' decision to use her White House social media account instead of her personal one to identify the restaurant. Another area restaurant with the same name, an unaffiliated red hen in the neighborhood of Washington, found itself in the crossfires, receiving some of the vitriol intended for the Lexington establishment. At Press Sec went to the unaffiliated Red Hen Lex last night. Not our D.C.-based restaurant, it said on Twitter. And that's all the article says, folks. Well, Trump had something to say about this, right? And of course, of course, the fucking psychopath Trump would have something to say about this, his fucking tiny pea brain. President Trump on Monday criticized a Virginia restaurant that refused on Friday to serve the White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders, offering a somewhat belated defense of a prominent figure in his administration after she was targeted for association with his policies. The Red Hen should focus more on cleaning its filthy canopies, doors, and windows badly needs a paint job, rather than refusing to serve a fine person like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I always had a rule, if a restaurant is dirty on the outside, it is dirty on the inside. Okay. Miss Sanders, whose question and answer session with reporters in the White House briefing room placed uh, Mr. Trump's agenda and his antagonistic approach to the press on regular public display, said on Saturday that she had been asked to leave. Uh, she left politely. And, of course, you know, democracy requires principled government. Thank you, Red Hen. That's the sign at the Red Hen. And the place looks awesome. It's actually a beautiful venue looking. Uh so I guess that what do I have to say about this? Well Trump, here's the deal, bro. Let let's just pull up an article. How many, how many, many Trump restaurants have been shut not shit down. Shut down. Um uh, let's see. Okay, so Donald Trump's Vegas steakhouse shut down in two thousand twelve for health code violations. Seventy-three health code violations. Uh the restaurant at Trump Chicago Hotel also closing. Hmm. Arizona, pro-Trump restaurant shutting down. That's not a Trump restaurant, but some, uh, I mean, how many Trump businesses have been shut down? Like, what the fuck is he talking about? He he had an actual restaurant go on a business. He's trying to say the Red Hen looks bad. If it's disgusting on the inside, dude, you had a place that had 73 health code violations. What? Does that not say everything you guys need to hear? I think it does, but I digress. So... Uh, this happened Saturday. Uh, you know what? I don't want to actually cover that one. It's kind of just meh. Those are both kind of meh, but this one's big. This last article I saved for the show is huge. And it involves a jacket worn by, um uh, Melania Trump. It says, I don't really care. Do you? I don't really, I really don't care, do you, right? So here's a couple things I'm going to fill you guys in. First of all, Melania Trump is from Nova Scotia. Uh, Melania Trump is wearing the designer of that jacket, Zara. Zara is a Spanish retailer, and they have had several, okay? Um, They've been accused of plagiarizing other designs, They've also uh, had, you know, workers sew uh, notes into their clothes about working long, unsafe hours and not with really bad unsafe conditions and not getting paid for it. They've also gone as far as replicating where things people wore at the Holocaust. Essentially, they made a Holocaust jumpsuit with the stripes going in a different direction with a gold star over the left chest, okay? So now you know about Zara, and Zara has some kind of racist history there. As I said, they, uh, you know, recreating a Holocaust jacket to sell is pretty fucked up. They did that in 2014, right? Uh, It sold, oh, they, they actually sold in 2007, they sold handbags with swastikas on them. And actually... Uh, last year, they sold a skirt with Pepe the Frog drawings. Pepe the Frog has been linked with the alt-right movement and considered a hate symbol by the Southern Poverty Law, uh, Law Center. Okay, it gets crazier, right? Because Zara also, uh, in 2016, there was a Zara dress found with a dead mouse sewn into it. Okay, so now you know about Zara. Now you know that Melania Trump is from Nova Scotia, okay? or. Not Nova Scotia, I'm fucking dumb. She's not from Nova Scotia. I'm an idiot. I misread that. Hold on. Damn it, where did the article go? It was right here and I don't have it. Shit. Okay, looking 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 looking. Okay, so do you guys know about Mussolini? This is all one and the same, right? So he was the Italian dictator, all right? And he was an Italian dictator. And Melania definitely knows what's up, right? So here's why. She's from the country that Mussolini was the dictator of. Mene Frego translates to I don't care or I don't give a fuck. And it was actually adopted by the Italian, like I said, um, Benito Mussolini as a slogan. Uh, It came in a poem about the Arditi, World War One soldiers who volunteered to fight the poem. Uh used the refrain Menefrego to explain that the soldiers didn't care if they died because their fight was noble. Uh, okay. So she why, why why is it important that she wore this jacket that says, I don't I really don't care to you, right? So it's definitely she is she is Slovenian. And Nova Mesto, my bad. Nova Mesto, it was at the bottom of the thing. She's Slovenian, Nova Mesto, not Nova Scotia. Nova Mesto, Slovenia, my bad. Anyways, Melania, right, wore this to go see these children in Texas who are in cages. I really don't care, do you? I don't give a fuck is what she's saying. Mussolini, a dictator who... What was a fascist and had that fascist mentality, OK? I want you guys to think about this now. The melody Melania, sorry, is Italian. Uh, so it is worth noting that it would be nearly impossible for her to not know that she was wearing that, and it was going to be a kind of a bad idea. I really don't care. Do you? It's definitely a gaffe. Uh, It's evidence that Melania is definitely married to Trump and and is happy that she's there, uh, which is crazy to me. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird because it's like she is saying, I don't care that these kids are in cages. I don't really care that I'm going to see these kids, they're going to see this on the back of my shirt, and guess what, they can't read what it says because they're immigrants who don't necessarily even know how to speak English or can even read English for that matter, so it's just like really fucked up and gross. That's the word, it's fucking gross. The Trumps are gross. Gross, gross, gross. Alright folks, well this episode hopefully you guys hear it maybe not we're not sure what's going to happen today episode possibly 44 of the poor Report. as always check out the poor rapport on all the different social media sites at the poor Report. that's p-u-h-r-r-e-p-o-r-t and you can get all kinds of stuff from mr. poor himself come every tuesday to the journey into comics network journey into where you get the poor rapport and every week every day of the week a different show we have a show in rotation every day of the week, Monday through Sunday, and back to Monday again. You can check us out on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, or Spotify. Just search Journey into Comics Network, where you can get all of our shows. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this rambling, ramblesome episode of The Poor Rapport. I have been your host, Nate. Thank you, AP, for letting me special guest host this. We will see you guys later.